Welcome, my fellow truth super spreaders. It is, uh, it's Monday. Feels like a Monday. And it's been, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's been a day. It's been a few days. Quite a, uh, interesting weekend. I'll tell you a little bit about it, uh, at the start of this before we get into kind of covering the news. But man, <laughs> I don't know whether I should try to have a nice, calm episode or just yell into the microphone the whole time. So, Anyway, guys, what's up? How is your day? How's the start of your week? It's been an it's been a doozy, man. So I don't know. Let's just get into it. I want to I want to tell you guys about what's been going on because it's been uh, pretty pretty ridiculous. Hold up here. It's a little too small. Bam. So first of all, David's got his new insider. He's got his new course, three hundred thirty three dollars. If you want to pay for it, and he's got a new insider that he says is from a top aerospace company or a major aerospace company and he is the tesla of our generation and all sort of stuff it's just wow okay those are quite some claims anyway if you guys follow me on telegram i uh figured out who it was actually some people commented on my telegram and told me who it was and then i found some old tweets from people long ago on twitter who were saying that david actually let this guy's name slip before like two years ago in a lecture so so it's not really new and if you search this guy, his name is Chris, uh, Chris Beskar. He is from Stavati Aerospace Corporation. You can search his name, search his company, Stavati Aerospace. Uh, you can see that, well, actually, this company bought a plant. This was the, you can see here, uh, that's him. That's Mr. Ben, Mr. Insider. And this is the plant that was in David's uh, YouTube video a few weeks ago that he tried to pass off as being from like a super secret <laughs> location. Uh, it's right here in New York, and it was featured here in the news, some local news, because yes, Mr. Chris Beskar, a.k.a. Ben, went and bought this last year for like $1.5 million. But uh, the question is, his Stavati Aerospace Company, it's been a company for about 24 years now, and it has never gotten a contract, uh, or excuse me, it might have gotten the contract. What I meant to say was it has yet to build an actual aeroplane it is yet to produce an aircraft this is the website for it stavati.com and you can see they're a real fan of cgi they're a real fan of uh building models and stuff but they have yet to actually produce any of these so i just i don't know i don't know about this guy if he's actually got the goods to back up the big claims about him that he's a black project insider from pete peterson's lineage and all this stuff and then also, one last fact, I'm not going to go too deep into this, I might do it in a video actually, but David is a at least a 15% owner of this Stavati Aerospace, I found that in some public documents, uh, some public business application, uh, applications from Stavati, so you're basically paying David to listen to him lecture with a CEO dude who's never produced an aeroplane that David also is a percent owner of the company with, so it's... I don't know, man. Just how this is being presented, it is weird. I was digging, to the, digging into this quite a bit over the weekend. And then another thing that hit me this morning was Lynn Wood going off on me again. He was going off on me and then Qtah this time. If you guys are familiar with Qtah, uh, Lynn Wood posted, I'm informed that Jordan Sather and some anonymous person with a channel known as Qtah are questioning my discernment and my honesty Yada, 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 yada. Not going to read the rest. If you want to see this drama, feel free. Go to Telegram. Look at his channel. Look at my channel. I don't know. Uh, yes, again, I'm not going to waste that much time here on this. Although, 
I don't think I've questioned Linwood's honesty yet. Like, it hasn't been personal attacks. Absolutely, I've questioned his discernment, and I feel um, right to do that at various points in seeing what Linwood has posted and who he has promoted. But, yeah, I don't know. I feel like there's just a lot of weird projected behavior going on here, like finger pointing <laughs> with with this drama. But, yeah, I'm not going to. I'm not going to waste much more time with that. And the next, yes, I'll be in Vegas this weekend. Vegas for the Patriot Double Down event. And it should be a good time. Uh, I'm going to meet Patel Patriot there, actually. That'll be fun. And I'll meet Ron Watkins, too. And then a lot of other folks are going to be there. So if you're in the area. Or you can live stream it, too. There'll be some live stream information posted on this website shortly. Uh, And I found out today that... Wano Savin is going to be there. Yes, folks, Wano Savin is going to be at the Patriot Double Down event in Vegas this weekend, apparently showing his face and giving a presentation in public for the first time. So I just found this out like a couple days ago. <laughs> I just I just found this out not that long ago. And uh, I will be still going to Vegas, though. I'm not going to back out. I would, uh, you know, if I happen to meet Juan, I got some questions for the dude. And, uh, I'm, you know, I'm not sold on him by any stretch of the imagination yet. I would need some proof, just saying. But, hey, we'll, uh, we'll give it a shot at least. We'll, we'll give it a shot. So, there's that. And then, lastly, if you'd like to support the work I do and uh, help fund my journalistic efforts and my travels to Vegas, feel free to grab something from either my supplement brand or you can sign up to my Subscribestar account as well. This is my replacement to Patreon because Patreon uh, canned me last year. So links for these will be right down there below. First news story of the day. Somebody said me and Juan need to be on a panel. (laughs) That would be interesting. So that panel would be like four hours long, wouldn't it? Uh, And somebody said, are those text messages that Linwood shared from... Me? No, they're not. Those were from Utah. I was luckily asleep. I was fast asleep last night. Last night is when most of the drama took place. So I missed a lot of it. And I didn't like, I didn't say anything until this morning. And I'm so glad I passed out because it was just like so much of it unnecessary. (laughs) Unnecessary. And I was like, whoa, that's how it's being spun, right? So it happens. Anyway, Colin Powell, um, dies of COVID-19 complications despite the vaccine as they are writing and meanwhile he was fully vaccinated all right he had the doses but he was uh he was also 84 let's be real he was an old dude I think he had some uh some health issues something like a cancer so not a big surprise granted I'd be thinking to myself like yeah the vaccine probably made it worse though probably puts you right on the you know, speed ramp to letting that cancer take advantage of you. But what's, uh, you know, clockwork, not surprising at all, is how the media is reacting to it. Anti-vaxxers, Vice News, of course, Vice News writes here, anti-vaxxers are already weaponizing Colin Powell's death. Well, that's just how we read it from you mainstream media people. Like, we read that he's fully vaccinated. What do you expect us to do? Shit. And not only that, you assholes seem to be the one weaponizing it look at yahoo news here colin powell's death doesn't contradict efficacy of coronavirus vaccines experts say well you guys seem to be the one weaponizing it right why are you writing that check out this uh check out this 
crazy, like rabid TDS person. I, Jeff Tedrick, I don't know who he is, but I've seen his face and his tweets before. He, I think he's got a big bot push. He's one of those that they pump with huge algorithms because he'll tweet just the all the shit that they love. Colin Powell didn't die because he was vaccinated, Jeff tweeted. He died because you weren't. <laughs> That's a real tweet. It's still up. That was some crazy shit right there. Who were the ones weaponizing this, this news story for the vaccines? The pro-vaxxers, it looks like. And wow, Colin Powell didn't die because he was vaccinated. He died because you weren't. No, dude. He died because he was like 84 with blood cancer and had probably so much damn Iraqi karma over his soul with all those WMDs that didn't exist. Good riddance. Can I say that? That's not going to offend you, is it? Good riddance that Colin Powell... Like a Donald Rumsfeld, right? It's, Earth's a little lighter now that these people are gone and they're going into their next life. Who knows? Maybe as a dung beetle or something. Whatever they deserve, right? Whatever they deserve. I'm not going to be the judge of that. We'll let the universe do that bidding. So anyway, pretty crazy stuff going on today about Mr. Colin. Next up, Trump sues the January 6th unselect committee and the National Archives to pre uh, prevent the release of a load of documents that they want to bring out. Trump's legal team calls it a vexatious illegal fishing expedition. And funny about January 6th, with it, which is, you know, like the 18th witch hunt we've had by now against President Trump, uh, we've got some new footage that surfaced, looks like today, of what happened there on January 6th in the Capitol. And as you can clearly, clearly see, as we already knew, but now we, you know, have more and more direct evidence, Capitol Police were clearly waving people in and just not caring, not caring at all that a bunch of folks were chilling in the Capitol, walking up and down with Trump gear and American flags. They were, you know, being waved into this thing. So what a, yeah, what a situation for everybody dealing with the persecution from this event. Crazy stuff. Next up, speaking of Trump, how about the spying of Trump? How about Hulu putting out their interview with Christopher Steele today with ABC's uh, George Stephanopoulos? Christopher Steele, obviously scared of Durham, obviously trying to get ahead of the story, trying to get his side of the story out with all the little nuances and twists that he's going to do to try to cover his ass. But you can thank Hulu for brainwashing the shit out of your kids <laughs> and out of the public. And Netflix, too. I know. Netflix, Hulu, they're convenient. They're easy. You can just turn it on at night and veg out. But uh, we've got to be careful who we give our money to because that's only helping fund this sort of stuff. Vote with your dollars. Vote with your dollars and your choices. Those votes, Dominion can't mess with. At least at this point in time. Uh, next up, Facebook Newsroom tweeted today, 30-plus journalists are finishing up, this is what they said, a coordinated series of articles based on thousands of pages of leaked documents. And this is all coming out, I guess, between these journalists and the outlets laid down by a big PR team and all this stuff. So it sounds like they really want to censor the shit out of Facebook. We know they do. But here's the thing about these whistleblowers and about these uh, releases is that they're giving the government a justification to step in 
and start censoring because that's what they desperately want. If Facebook and Twitter and YouTube at all were to start censoring on their own initiative, then uh, that would, you know, make them a whole lot more liable to court cases. If this, if the government, if the people can be okay with the government stepping in and censoring the content on these social media companies, well, then the social media companies aren't gonna, you know, they'll they might be a little more shielded from certain class action lawsuits or free speech lawsuits that come their way. So that's the that is what I think their real agenda is with this whole whistleblower PR expose of Facebook sort of thing. It's not, it's, you know, the Facebook whistleblower went to meet with the oversight board of Facebook. Real whistleblowers don't meet with the oversight board of the companies that they're blowing the whistle on, nor do they end up on 60 Minutes, nor do they, of course, get in front of Congress 48 hours after their 60 Minutes release premieres. Basic logic, common sense, seems to uh, escape many these days. Those basic questions. How about the shortage of truck workers that we're being told exists? That we're being told exists. A lot of news outlets are writing these past couple of days that a shortage of truck workers is leading to the supply chain issues. This is one of their main excuses for the fact that a lot of your shelves at grocery stores are empty. Shortage of truck drivers. So they say, meanwhile, around social media, you can find videos from truck drivers showing trucks are very available at these ports. There's the trucks. There's the chassis ready to load the big freaking containers onto them and drive them around. It's all there. But we're being lied to about this supply chain shortage. They're even trying to blame it on the mandates when I really don't think, like, sure, maybe the mandates are going to make a few people quit, but there's still plenty of work. There's obviously drive. I mean, we're just getting the BS issues. Comment here says, my friend works on docks in L.A., and they're still only letting them work day shifts. Used to be 24-7 before COVID. There you go. So they're using COVID and mandates as an excuse to squeeze the labor force. And then there's going to be a mass labor shortage leading to a supply chain shortage. We're going to get some bullshit excuses from Jen Psaki and the media and our government. But boom, it's right there. It's all, you know, a manufactured crisis. So be pissed. Speaking of... uh. Speaking of truckers and mandates in Italy this last weekend, they basically shut down some of the biggest ports in that country because truckers were revolting. They were purposely lining up their uh, their trucks on the highways and just shutting down any sort of traffic in and out of the ports. So they're doing they're doing some work over there because Italy's getting one of the hardest hit with this whole green pass nonsense that's going on. So they're standing up. It's about time we do that, too. It's about time we figure out who the heck is causing all of this nonsense. Yeah? If they're just useful idiots, get them the hell out of there. If they're actually having evil intent and wanting this stuff to happen, justice. Next up, how about that Build Back Better? Kind of on the on the topic of <laughs> bullshit Biden. Let's go, Brandon. This administration causing the problems. Look at this. I saw this today on Telegram. Oldie but Goldie. Oldie but most definitely relevant. 
This is from the Clinton Foundation website. You can go find it. They're writing about Haiti. Remember back in 2011, 12-ish, a lot of stuff going on with Haiti. A lot of stuff going on with the Clinton Foundation, of course, in Haiti. A lot of you guys out there might know about that. If you don't, go check into Laura Silsby, among others. Um, this article from January 12th, 2011, clintonfoundation.org website says, Haiti building back better. Does that sound familiar? Building back better. Wow. They've been using this for de for years, for a decade. This same damn line here. Now you know where Biden got it from. <laughs> Build back better on the Clinton Foundation website. I just thought that was that was golden there. All right. Next up from this, speaking of Let's Go Brandon, in Canada, government workers there are being demanded, they're being told by the government itself that they cannot say let's go Brandon or any variation of in any communication. This was from, uh, this is a formal notification that all government correspondence must be professional in nature and approved by department heads. Wow. 1B, specifically the use of the wording, let's go Brandon, and any variation thereof under any circumstance is banned by the Canadian Public Service. <laughs> oh, watch you, watch you get little notes on your Instagram posts and cards under your YouTube videos that you can't say, let's go, Brandon. This is something else right here, Canada. Wow, okay. Let's see what I have next. I've got so many articles here. Oh, more people pissed. So we've got... Bill Gates, Boris Johnson, bunch of gliss, big uh, globalist people meeting in London, uh, and they're having dinner discussing, quote, global Britain. So yes, a bunch of globalists. Huge crowds there chanting, chanting, arrest Bill Gates. Good. And we have, of course, the, the Project Veritas journalist making the lady run down the street the other day. I mean, these people aren't going to be able to walk down the street. They're going to start running down the street because... <laughs> It's gonna, there's going to be people after him, so that's good there. I don't know how they figure out where these where these guys are going to be at, but I don't know, that's, some, that's some good direct action. In San Francisco, moving on to some scamdemic stuff, San Francisco, the High Wire is reporting here. So mind you, just a report from the High Wire. This is Del Bigtree's website, his news service. I haven't seen this corroborated anywhere else, so there's my asterisk with this story, but it says here, I mean, Dell Big Tree is credible. High wire, they would, wouldn't be reporting on stuff if I don't think it's legit. Uh, apparently, San Francisco health officials, the Department of Health in San Fran, closed an In N Out burger because the employees were allegedly, quote, not preventing the entry of customers who were not carrying proper vaccination documentation. Not just masks, folks, not just letting people in without masks on, but without proper vaccination documentation. Yeah. Real, real, real world. Planet Earth, 2021, almost 2022. This is it. This is what we're dealing with here. This is what we're allowing to happen, I should say. Uh, so that's that. Get out of San Fran while you still can, while you're still there. 
it is it is a, a shithole. And, and Seattle, too. Seattle is losing a bunch of their police force. This video went viral over the weekend of this state patrol officer in Yakima, Washington. A couple hundred miles east of, east of Seattle, across the mountains. Signs off after 22 years, just calls it over the radio. Just says over the radio, thank you, I'm done. This is my last call. Bloop. And that's it. And he said it's because of the mandate. And there he is speaking out. It's incredible what they're doing to this country. This period. This whole country. So crazy stuff that's going on. Luckily, I'm, I'm far away enough from Seattle where I'm, I'm, I'm all right. I'm not dealing with that crazy nonsense. But it is just a sad state of things. What is happening and, and like I said, what I, the, we the people are allowing to happen. We're starting to stand up. We're starting to not allow this to happen. But in some cases, it still very much is. And we've got some work to do. So keep fighting, everybody. Trump here. Today in a Bill O'Reilly interview that's premiering a little bit later. Uh, here is a scoop about it by the New York Post. Apparently, in this Bill O'Reilly interview that is premiering soon, Trump says that he wouldn't need a COVID vaccine mandate. He said that he would convince the people about the vaccine, but he was very adamant in saying that he's against the mandates. So this is probably going to trigger a few, whatever. I understand that sometimes he has to play the political game. Still doesn't mean I have to get a vaccine. And Trump's against the mandates. That That's really the the crux of the issue right now that we're dealing with the fight right now is the mandates okay hopefully people start waking up to the vaccines too and how a lot of what we've been told by big pharma over the decades has been very much wrong and a lie Uh, but more important than that is mandates hey if you want to go get a vaccine be my guest that's your choice free will free world but don't make me do it right don't make me do it. So that that is more important than than do vaccines work? What you know, whatever. But they do go hand in hand. They do. And one more narrative we're getting from the media here is the super cold. You guys heard about the super cold? Super cold. Global warming exists, and so does the super cold. This is what they're trying to scare the shit out of everybody about, as you can tell. That 4 a.m. talking point went out two days ago, three days ago. Super cold, spreading, super cold. The UK is super cold. Oh, geez, super cold. Um, yeah, that's what happens when you vaccinate everybody, folks. You kind of destroy their immune systems. We're sold this big lie that vaccines are, you know, they make your immune system stronger, stronger. You can take on those bugs, kill the bugs. Uh, what vaccines really do is to your immune system is put you into more of like an autoimmune, uh, hypersensitive state. So if you get sick, your immune system will tend to overreact. You know, your inflammatory pathways won't be able to balance properly. So if something happens, your immune system usually goes too far, um, or it's underperforming. So for instance, with these vaccines, sure, you'll be very protected against this one certain strain of COVID but there's a lot of different coronaviruses out there, a lot of different flus and bacteria and whatnot. Your immune system is going to be weaker against those. Your antibodies are going to be all powerful against the one, but the rest it will be weak. 
Dell Bigtree was explaining that in a video uh, that was pretty popular a month or two back. So thanks, Provaxers, making everybody sick. Appreciate it. Uh, <laughs> moving on to the financial system here. Yeah, winter is coming too, so uh, protect yourselves, everybody. Get your oregano oil, get your shrooms, get your supplements, diet, exercise, stay away from the, the bad stuff. Stay away from the fake news media. That'll scare you into getting cold. Uh, the nocebo effect. So here, Federal Reserve's Jerome Powell. We got another story. Also bumping up the money, too. Um, Jerome Powell sold up to $5 million in stock. I think it was only $1 million a few weeks back. Now it's up to $5 million in stock in 2020, right before the market tanked. So more insider trading allegations coming out and mind you this is in addition to a couple of other federal reserve officials being named i think the deputy i think the number two as well uh being named in some of this insider trading and a couple of weeks back we had some head of federal reserve banks two of them in this country quit so big shakeup going on in the world of finance i think i think there's a lot going on here sort of a cleanup i guess you could say that's flying under the radar but it is most definitely happening. Onward from that, Disclose TV reporting here. I like Disclose TV. They're very helpful. Sometimes they can scrape content, and it gets on. It grinds my gears. It gets on my nerve. Uh, they don't. They don't attribute or hat tip where they get some of their stuff from and copy and paste it. But anyway, for the first time, the super rich one percent in the U.S. has a larger share of wealth, twenty-seven percent than the entire middle class, according to Fed Reserve data. So 1% of people in the country own 27% of wealth. The middle 60% of people own less than that. They own less than 27% of wealth. So thanks, COVID. Thanks for the wealth shift. That's that's purely COVID. I mean, look at that. These bars right here, these last like... You see that? I'm not sure I can. Can I zoom in? Kind of. I wish I had like a a pointer you could see on the screen. Anyway, these last six bars to the right, that is COVID. So there's the dip. There's the dip. That's when all the small businesses started losing. And then boom, wealth of the upper class. It all just shifted to freaking Amazon. Freaking all these mass companies that produce their stuff that didn't have supply chain shortages. And a lot of the small businesses suffered. So, sad state of things that we're dealing with here. Build back better, right? Let's go, Brandon. Uh, in New York, onto crypto now, which, speaking of, I think the first Bitcoin ETF starts trading tomorrow. It's a futures ETF, it's not a spot ETF. So, it's not, it might not be as impactful as a spot, but maybe all time high soon. Bitcoin, maybe. Next couple of weeks, we'll see. But New York, that doesn't stop the FUD from coming out. In New York, the attorney general there directed two cryptocurrency lending platforms to quit it. So <laughs> they can, you know, they're going to uh, fight it as much as they can. Going to be a lot of FUD in the coming weeks as well as we start getting towards those all-time highs. They're going to try to uh, squash it out, I'm sure. And then two more articles. Let's talk China and space. Let's get on to those uh, subjects here. So you might have seen over the weekend that news news reported 
China shot off a hypersonic missile. Uh, there was the one of the photos of it. You probably saw a photo. China shot off a hypersonic missile was the claim. China is claiming it was not a hypersonic missile. It was just a spacecraft or something to that effect. Could have been both. Somebody's probably bullshitting in this situation, but uh, regardless, China likely is close to the brink of hypersonic technology. Fun fact, they probably stole it from America. You can thank probably Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama and them for that. A lot of Chinese spies have been in this country for years, siphoning technology, Thousand Talents program. And one big one big area they've been siphoning our secrets from is aerospace. So, yeah. Oh, they hacked the servers. That's what Hillary would say. China hacked my servers. No, you sold it. You sold them the tech. So, there's that. And, uh, yeah, so anyway. What we really have, though, in the Black Projects is far beyond. It's it's far beyond even missiles. You know, this is just the public surface stuff that various countries are showing us. And one last thing, uh, UFOs are, like I've been saying, probably going to go mainstream. I think today we've got the National Press Club holding the event with the Air Force captains, the four retired Air Force captains, claiming that they saw UFOs shut down nuclear missile silos. So we'll probably get some news stories talking about that in the next couple of days. And then also, this is happening November 10th. So in about three weeks, we get the head of NASA. That's the NASA administrator, Bill Nelson. Uh, he is going to be talking about extraterrestrial life. He's going to be talking about UFOs or UAPs and ETs and their impacts on society and on religion. This will be with the new Harvard guy who's been really popular lately, Avi Loeb. He's been doing some major podcasts and major mainstream interviews. So NASA director and Mr. Harvard guy, Avi Loeb, going to be talking about impact of UAPs and ETs on society and religion. And of course, it is going to be probably very narrow of scope, very watered down information. And yeah, <laughs> we'll see. Avi Loeb, though. Yeah, Mr. Harvard, Mr. Amuamua was an alien spacecraft. That's him. So I don't expect, honestly, much from this, except more kind of boring distractions in the coming months. That's what I think it's going to be. So that's all. That's all I really have energy for tonight, guys. I, I'm kind of wiped. Uh, but I will be doing one more of these on Wednesday, and then I leave after that. So we got one, we got one more live stream before I head to Vegas. Probably when I'm in Vegas, I don't think I'm going to be uploading any videos. I don't think I'm going to just worry about it. Maybe maybe I'll get one in or something if, if I want to film a quick something and put it out on Rumble and BitChute. But I'll just be on Telegram and Instagram for updates while I'm there. So that's where I'll pretty much be posting everything is Telegram and Instagram. Go follow me on either of those if you would like to. And then I, w I will be filming content while I'm there, though. I'll just be, you know, editing it up afterwards and posting it uh, next week. I should do a Zoom in Vegas. I, well, I, honestly, I don't know if I'm going to have a laptop there. Because, you know, my laptop broke. I'm working on a desktop right now. So, I don't know if I'll have the ability. <laughs> but we'll see. Um, yeah. Anyway, uh, we'll get into some q and I'll do a few minutes of it. And I'll get this edited and 
exported, uploaded tonight. And I'll see you guys hopefully in the live stream on Wednesday and uh, maybe some of you guys in Vegas this weekend. But it should be, uh, should be an interesting time, like I said. Anyway, guys, see ya.